When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, all you hooligans? How you guys doing this morning? Slow news day, and like I always say, that's a good thing. Don't forget to join the Insane Throttle Club, where you get exclusive content every Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. You can join over on YouTube as well as Spotify now. Beautiful stuff that they're doing over on Spotify, if you ask me. Anyway, doing a video. My crime partner, Danny Deedlo. Man, did you guys see his video on TikTok where he had that uh, rubber band thing going on? Looked like Lou Albano. Uh, remember that Cindy Lauper WWE thing, man, had all the freaking rubber bands and stuff. That's who he looked like. Anyway, he did a pretty good video about, now he put it in MC terms, which, yeah, you don't want one of them in your MCs. But I have to say, go a little deeper with RCs, associations, the whole nine yards. I know a lot of us have faced the prospect of knowing somebody that was hooked on the needle, cracked out, meth out. And I have to say, I have to be blunt. I don't trust them whatsoever. ever. They will steal from their own mothers, these fiends. So if you're in an MC club, especially in a bigger club where you got prying eyes on you, if you will, because we all know that Leo, they're busybodies, okay? They got nothing else to do. So they'll rag your ass. So you wouldn't want this type of individual in your club. I remember everybody's talking about how bad this, how bad that. Three things, really, that got you thrown out of the club back in my time since I'm a dinosaur now. That's what I'm told, anyway. That was stealing from the club, sleeping with somebody's old lady, and, yes, and using the damn needle, shooting up. You lose your damn mind. And personally, I'm a 420 guy. 420 all the way. Route 420, baby. I never understood why people had to go above and beyond smoking some 420. No, they want to go with all this hard stuff. It really made no sense, but hey, each his own, as long as you're not around me when you do it. Not only do you get prying eyes, 
and people that's tracking your every move. But there's safety concerns, man. You got a guy shooting up some H, and you know how that crap works, man. They shoot up next to the, they're like freaking zombies, man. You go to the south side of Chicago, for those that are Walking Dead fans, go to the south side, you'll see a bunch of zombies, man. They all hyped out over there, man. Either smoking that uh, glass pipe <laughs> or shooting up the needle. So it kind of makes you where you can't even ride a damn bike. And it also makes it to where you're stealing from your own club. Or you're stealing from people you care about. So now you see how the three things went together. Stealing from the club. Well, of course, sleeping with somebody's old lady. Put that to it aside. And then shooting up. Those two went together. Because, let's face it, heroin, expensive uh, habit right there. And they're going to go out in order to prevent from getting dope sick to get their next hit. And they'll do whatever they can to get that. This even means screwing your brothers over. Screwing around with family members. It doesn't matter because they want that next bump. I believe Danny was uh, right on uh, a lot of this subject. Hell, maybe most. That's one reason why I cringe. I actually do. I cringe. When somebody's in the news from an MC that gets busted pushing crystal meth. Yes, they pushing meth. Meth has to be one of the worst drugs around next to heroin. It's unbelievable because you would think that bikers know the damage that something like that causes other people. See, that's one thing about dealers. They don't care who they hurt as long as they get that money. And then they'll come back and say, well, if I ain't doing it, somebody else will. I think that's a chicken shit excuse on why to push some poison like that. Heroin, I always call it the devil's drug, man. It, it just makes people whacked out. Now you got the fentanyl crap going on people have no chance in this country with that. And it's sad to see individuals rather, you know, if they're independents or they're club members pushing that kind of stuff. It used to be freaking speed and everything else that you played with, but no more, man. They just went overboard. You know, I get it. 20, 30 years ago, that was a big thing. It kind of looks like it's making a hardcore comeback just by what you're seeing in biker news. Yes, it's a profitable type of business, but at the same time, I'd have to argue it's killing your brotherhood. Well, you know, we try to help those people that are having problems. Well, okay, fine, dandy. But one thing I have learned is it's really hard to help a heroin addict. It's really hard to help somebody that's on crystal meth. 
And you got to ask yourself, do you want to spend that kind of time with somebody? Bylaws already stated very clearly, if you're on that type of stuff, you're out. You're out bad. See you later, man. There's too much damage that you can do to us. Think about it. You're in a pack. And again, this don't all have to be MC guys. You're in a pack on a poker run. And this is one of the reasons why I don't ride on these poker runs or with people I don't know. You can have somebody not only drunk, you know, we all have to deal with them idiots, but you can have somebody hopped up on the glass pipe or the needle, and next thing you know, they're either getting dope sick and can't freaking concentrate on the road, or they're falling over. And next thing you know, they're in the middle of the pack, they go down, and a lot of other people go down with them. So because they were either dope sick or needed that next hop, they're taking out other people who was completely innocent of what their actions were all about. When I hear out bad, that's what I know. It is funny, though. How much more has been added to that? And that, of course, you define from the other guys as far as the protocol stuff. Because personally, I believe you guys take this too serious, man. I actually did a members-only podcast coming up this Saturday talking about how you guys are really taking everything to the extreme. You're making it more than what it really was. And I know I talked to Danny and Carlos on the neutral zone the other day. The term 99%er really wasn't around until about four or five years ago. It might have been in different areas of the country, but here in the Midwest it wasn't. We never heard of the term. When we heard 99%er, we thought, well, wait a second, that's DC Eagles. They were the first one to throw that on in the 60s. That's what we were thinking. They divided it into a 1% thing, a 99% thing, kind of like the AMA did. This whole thing, though, can apply to everybody. It doesn't mean that you have to be just a 1% club. No. This has to do everything, the riding associations, even hog or hay bait, man. If you ever find yourself in this situation, see, I'm a different type of way of thinking. I don't believe in that stuff, and I don't want you around me. Because there's no good that comes out of any of that crap when you're shooting up. Personally, I think you're weak. I hate to say it, you're weak. If you have to depend on a drug like that, where you're stealing from your family, where you're stealing from your brothers, you need a change of direction in your life. Have you ever seen those before and after pics of the even the crystal meth crap? It's like, damn, man, really? Holy cow, no way. That's what it does to your body. 
and God knows what it does to your families and your brothers in the club or ABATE associations, all that stuff. So I just wanted to address that real quick. I thought it was a really good subject. I thought he did a good job on that video, brought up a lot of good points. And it's something to really think about because many people haven't talked about this subject. What the hell do you do when somebody's on the needle or the glass pipe or the glass dick, as we call it here? It could be crack. It could be crystal. The whole nine yards. Even pills, man. The pills, you know, it's a different story because you're not shooting. But you can come dependent on that where you'll sell your soul. And I truly believe with heroin, fentanyl, all that stuff, you will sell your soul for that next hit. That's why clubs and everybody else don't want your asses around. Because you turn into a liability. A liability that nobody wants to deal with. Because if you really, truly cared about your brotherhood, one, you would have let them know before you even tried coming around if you were already hooked on it. Two, you wouldn't go around. I'm trying to be nice about this one. Selling it. And again, it's not a whole club like the media says. But selling it. To people you're really damaging. Now, I know you might not care about that. Or you're saying, screw Hollywood. It is what it is. Well, you know, face the old man upstairs, man. Tell him about it. Because I really don't care. And I don't want to be associated with you. Anyway, guys, don't forget uh, again to join the Insane Throttle Club. Throttle Club, Throttle Militia, whatever you want to call it. Get that extra episodes in. Get your invite to the members only ride stuff. But anyway, going over to the second part of the show right after this music break. glued up with Connie Juice, I asked you a question. Oh my God, this girl's really turning me on. Suck me sideways. Are you gonna pull those pistols and whistle Dixie? Hollywood's Motorcycle Madhouse on iHeartRadio. I know somebody who's gonna suck me sideways after this broadcast, baby. We got China Dow in the house right now. What's up, China? Hi, how you doing? Good, man. I heard you got all kinds of drama at your work. Oh, my God, yeah. And guess what, everybody? China right in the middle of it. Of course. (laughs) Why would I not be? China in the middle, man. Give a little quick rundown for everybody. Don't take up the whole show. Okay. Just a quick rundown. The newest employee texted the manager Friday evening at 7.08 p.m. saying Thursday, this coming Thursday, will be my last day. So, manager Megan tries calling her. She does not answer. So then she calls me and tells me what happened. And, hmm. So I then, knew I was going to request So then this. Sunday, I go in because I was, you know, you know, had to go in and talk to her. And 
She said it was because she wasn't getting enough hours. So what did I tell her? The same thing I tell everybody else. Communication is the key. If you don't tell your manager what you want, your manager doesn't tell you what she wants, then how's it going to work? And she didn't even breathe during that part. And she said she was going to come in this morning at 9 a.m. to talk to the manager. Manager waited till 10.15 and did not show. Here's my thing. As a business owner of a tattoo shop and stuff, It is the manager's job to get a hold of said employee and work things out. It seems like the employee is more comfortable with you than her. Yes. So that has to be alleviated. And this all has to do with hours, working hours. Yes. I'm on the uh, side of the employee because somebody threw... 20-something hours at me, I'd be telling you, go fuck yourself, too. Only problem is, is said employee has restrictions. She cannot work on Saturdays, which kills a eight-hour shift that she could have. And you got two other stations in the area. Yes, and we were told um, by our general manager today that she, she could not go into those two other stations because they are fully staffed. There is place for her at the other station that's in McChesney. They need plenty of people. But she has to be willing to close. Well, here's what I would say. Because Hollywood's suffering at home. Suffering here. Suffering succotash? Yeah. Tell his ass come work shifts that they want you to work. If he does not want to negotiate, then he can come work. But what's even funnier is... You can never find people to work at your locations. No. So shut the fuck up with, well, she has to close. Will you come close, dickhead? I told them, in my honest opinion, I could care less if she works 2 to 9 or 2 to 7 every day of the freaking week. Because closing is my job and our other closer's job. And we already have closings taken care of. So if she works mid-shift every time she works, I wouldn't care. This is the kind of drama... That goes on with China Dow, always in the middle of it, always bring it at home. Yep. It's like, well, I need somebody to talk to about it. Well, talk to your fucking boss. Don't talk to me about it. But I'm I'm on the side of the employee here because I'd have given given her a big fuck you too with twenty hours. Well, I'm basically on her side too, but I'm getting nowhere unless she talks, unless the two of them talk, and I can't get the two of them in the same room. Well, who would want to talk to her? She's a bitch. Well, that's why I suggested she came in in the morning while I was present, because then I would have her back while she's talking to her. Well, we'll see how this works out, but one thing I know for sure, it ain't good for Hollywood. No. Hollywood's getting cranky now. It's not going to be good for me either (laughs) if she leaves as of end of day Thursday. (laughs) And it's not a laughing matter. Like I said, have them do the job then. I fear you taking this position was set up so you'd work all the hours while this other bitch on salary don't have to work. Well, just like today, she was supposed to stay till 2. She left at 10.15. Well, how's that going to feel when you start seeing overtime and the company has to pay that and here they got a manager that's, that's supposed, supposed to be on salary? That's supposed to be working 50 hours and she's not. <laughs> so how's that working out? See, that's what I always hated. That's why I had to be a hands-on 
type of business. And in our company, managers that are paid salary do not have to clock in and clock out. Well, that's all, bad. All they have to do is send an email every Monday with their worked hours. Mm. Well, that's why I was Too always hands-on, or I had you at the business. Too bad half the time I'd be there while she's typing in this email and know she's lying about at least two of the five days <laughs> or six days. But you know what I mean. I know. You have to run your own damn business. you got to be present. You and I, Well, that can be fixed if they're watching your films. If they watch the video, they'll see exactly what time people are leaving. Maybe there should be an anonymous tip. Oh, there could be. (laughs) Wink, wink. Wink, wink, honk, honk. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. How are you doing other than that? I'm aight. Yeah, all right. You in a good mood? Yeah. That's good. Why are you in a good mood? I don't know. Lack of sleep. Lack of sleep? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to even hear that shit. I know, because you woke up when I left out of the driveway. See, I sleep downstairs. And your window is right by the driveway. And I have an open window, because I have to have the window open to sleep. Yep. Next thing I know, jerking out of the damn driveway, I'm like, you motherfucking bitch. It's not my fault there's a puddle right there. (laughs) And I always know when she leaves, because the pit bull comes up. And comes sleeps with me. Uh-huh. It, it, the pit bull cannot be alone. No. mm Never. She's by my feet right now. Yeah, I know she is. <laughs> She's always around one of us. Has to be. Which is real cool anyway. I, I mean, we her, don't really mind it. I took her to get some cheeseburgers. and. Yeah, and then what do I do? I bring her home a cheeseburger. Yeah, we'll see her ears light up as she hears that word. <laughs> She's like, Daddy, can I go get one again? (laughs) (laughs) She just lifted her head when we said cheeseburger. (laughs) Oh, I, you know, we have a great subject today. Yes. Very interesting one. We got to keep with our continuation. And by the way, uh, before we get into that, what? Starting this Saturday, everybody. Those that are not members over on Spotify and all that, my podcast listeners. We're doing a members-only type of deal for $4.99 a month, and you'll get exclusive podcast every Saturday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Those that are members on YouTube, well, you get the video version of it. So I've uh, been mixing around my schedule and stuff so I can do that kind of things. And I kind of explained that uh, yesterday. I have to get my schedule together. And pay more attention to that area, so I'm not going to be doing some shows on the weekends. Ah. It's a business decision. Aye. It's a business decision. And right now, you know, because you uh, have that, you know, written down calendar shit. Last Sunday each month is members only, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. In stone, write it down. Yeah, okay. What do you mean, yeah, okay? What if you're on a show on Uh, Sunday night? What did you just hear? Didn't you hear me? You're not doing any shows on Sunday? No. Okay, 7 p.m. every Sunday, the last Sunday, I should say, the last Sunday of every month is members only in Discord. That's why I did it. All right. And even if I guessed on a show, it's going to be afterwards. 
All right. That's even if I do it. All right. So write that down. I'll write that Check. down. I'll write that down. What's our deadly sin for today? Greed. Now that's a big subject. It is. The sins of greed manifests in various ways. Hoarding of materials, theft and robbery, bribery and corruption. The first one I don't get. Because hoarding of materials could be the choice it's, between life and death. I think hoarding of materials kind of sounds, to me it sounds like, like you know how you covet your neighbor's items, possessions? <laughs> oh, okay. Covet your neighbor's. No, but uh, that's says, covet. You, yeah, but I don't know. That's what it sounded like to me. God. Well, you're blonde. I know. You're blonde. So? But I don't think that should be greed especially if there's a national emergency or you i guess you could say that even if there was a national emergency i wouldn't be sharing my shit oh hell no that ain't going nowhere buddy i'm saving all my toilet paper for my butthole (laughs) (laughs) screw you your butthole my butthole and my cooter and your cooter yeah so without that you're fucked Oh, I have to have my toilet paper. Dude, if it comes down to it, I will use a Clorox wipe. I don't even care. Ouch. It might hurt a little. Talking about clean. But it'll be disinfected. (laughs) (laughs) I think greed has to be the number one dangerous, deadly sin. I think so. Because it has killed millions of people. Over the history of mankind. Well, it shows it shows selfishness, and kind of like you, like a desire. What? A desire to accumulate more than you actually need. I actually brought that up on the show yesterday, where I said, "I don't want to be rich. I don't, because that changes everything about you." Say you won. Now look at yourself now. Say you won $300 million in the Mega Millions. Yeah. That will change you no matter what you say. That will change you. It will change your outlook on life. It would change the way you look at other people, who you hang with. I would, I would do my damnedest to not let it change me, but I agree it would change you. It would change anybody. I do know the very first thing I do is pay off all my daughter's college debt and all my medical bills. <laughs> well, we know that, but I'm talking once you get past the initial steps, the shock of winning or making the money. And finding family you never had before. Exactly. <coughs> you change as a person. Your whole outlook is different. That's what I don't like about rich people. That's why I said I can never do it because I wouldn't want to change that way. I wouldn't want to change. That's why I never play the lottery. I don't play it because I don't want to change as a person. I don't want who I am to be totally different. Well, I guess. Because I hate to say it, but those that are wealth look down on those that aren't. Well, not only that is they worry more about losing their money. Than living life. 
Yeah, and they just try and figure out ways to make more of it. I guess you could say the lottery system is built around greed because God knows, look at your customers, how much fucking money do they spend on that shit? Well, it's like I got one customer every single day, you know, $20. I've got, when the, when the, oh my God, the money I see people spend on this crap. When the, when it's like, oh. Uh, I don't want to hear it either. When the. You spend five, ten dollars on these scratch-offs. I have bought zero scratch-offs in the longest time because... Ever since I've been working there, I have totally cut myself off. Every once in a blue moon, I will get a $10 crossword. Why not get a dollar ticket? Because dollar tickets suck. You're going against your thing, then. You're looking for the big payout. I'm not looking for the big payout. I just enjoy doing crosswords. And cross the, the $10 crossword has three separate crossword puzzles on it, so I like doing it. Fair enough. It it doesn't take two seconds to scratch it off like a $1 ticket does. I want something that takes the time to scratch it off. Unlike some people who scratch off the barcode at the bottom and scan it right away and don't even scratch the ticket. I think the best way to describe something like that and the greed behind lottery is remember that movie with Jim Carrey and Morgan Freeman when Morgan Freeman lets him be God? And all the prayers you heard... Please let me win the lottery. Please let me win the lottery. What kind of life was that, man, where you have to beg to win a lottery? Well, that's kind of like the people when the pots are really huge coming in and spending $150, $200 and on, don't up on, their chances. on Mega or on Powerball. Then you got the people behind them just getting one ticket. $2. $2. Because they're like, just because you spent one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars, I got make, a better chance. Like you, doesn't make it any better than the person who spent two bucks, right? You know, you just think about the long run. You're going to be out two hundred bucks, and then you're what probably you putting yourself out, out. What would you rather be out? Two hundred dollars or two dollars? I'd rather be out two dollars if I was going to play. Lottery. I don't even want to be out two bucks. Well, that's why we don't play. <laughs> We don't. Every once in a while, you do give me numbers to play. Well, once in a while. Once in a while. Walking a long, great while. Like, I think in the past year, we've played it once. To be honest. We have played it one time, and I think it was Mega. Mm. We played it one time, and we lost. And we lost two whole dollars. (laughs) Two whole bucks for the year. That's my budget. in, In one year. Big deal. Well, that's just like, okay, going to the boat. You know, going to the casinos. We limit. We mm-hmm. we bring fifty bucks. We bring fifty bucks a piece, and leave the rest of the money in the debit cards and all that stuff. We don't even bring them in with us. We bring our IDs and fifty bucks. If I lose, bye. Let's go. If we are out the fifty bucks, we leave. If we if we win more than the fifty bucks, like I remember one time we did that, and we we were we were I think you got two hundred. So you put the original 50 back in your pocket. Mm, played on the other and stuff. And we played on the other stuff. So won some more. So, I mean, we he won more. but <laughs> Dice is my game. Because he plays craps. He does not do like me and play the one-armed bandits because that's what I play. <laughs> I'm a dice guy. 
and I, I and I remember doing well for some people at the table. I threw the dice for craps a couple times. She was one number away from ten thousand. I wanted to punch her in the fucking and mouth I, when she subbed. And I freaking missed it. <laughs> and I have let me tell you, I have no clue what I'm doing at that game. <laughs> I have no clue what I'm throwing for. I just throw the dice. And then the one time they fell off the table, and you looked at me, and I looked at you. I go, "What do I do?" You're like, "Keep them." I'm like, "Okay, I want those back." <laughs> right. Because I, I have no idea how to play the game. I have no clue. But point being is we limit our stuff if we're doing something like that. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean. One thing I don't get is multi-millionaires, man. They freaking, they'll throw a million dollars down like it ain't nothing at a casino. I worked at a slot place. I watched a lady dump out $2,500 in one slot machine. She won nothing. Holy shit, I'd been pissed. I'd be taking that machine and busting that motherfucker. She stayed all the way up until I had to close at 2 in the morning. I don't believe in that machine. Same machine. Man, you're going to lose your ass on them. They don't call them one-armed bandits for nothing. Well, now it's just the push button. You know, they don't have the arms anymore. Oh. Yeah, you just well, push sucks. a button that says spin. Yeah, I'll spin it kinda, you. It kind of ruins the fun without having the arm to pull, though, you know? It just kind of ruins it. That's like a, you know, a one-armed midget. But anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> let's, let's leave that alone. <laughs> We're not going there. But do you know that greed is a close cousin of envy? Oh, yeah. Very close. The only, I think they go hand in hand. The only difference between the two is that a greedy person can get anything they want. They're freaking scandalous, some of these people. And they don't want to share what they have with others. Fuck no, they're fucking scandalous, some of these people. The shit that they will do to get what they want is unbelievable. Hell, you can look at our politicians and know that. Mm-hmm. Again, multi-millionaires running for jobs that are only paying six figures. Talk about fucking greed. Do you know that they they actually have a comparison of a greedy person? They compare it to an animal. Guess what animal? What? A wolf. No, that's bullshit. I love wolves. You know why, though? Think of the movie, the what is it, Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He greedy. Well, yeah, he was greedy, but that has nothing to do with a wolf. I don't know. I'm just saying that that's what they. I've read three articles about the about greed, and all three articles specifically compared it to like a wolf. I would have to say a wolf, especially in a pack, shows you a family unit how they work together. Now, see me, I would compare greed to a fox because they're slick. Yeah. They're sly. Or a fucking coyote. I hate coyotes. No, but I think that they'd be like a fox because they're sly and they're slick. Mm Mm-hmm. Until you've seen one up uh, by my daughter's office. Oh, it's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) So adorable. I wanted to take it home. Yeah, as it's biting your ass. I don't care. I'll go get rabies shots. It's fine. Ones that are always working in the financial sector, I think, are the biggest greedy fuckers. Especially the ones you know, in stock markets. You know, I'm going to actually agree with that because when my dad passed, my mother actually, you know, Karen, she got... She's a literally, she's literally a Karen. She literally is. Um, She got, 
I don't know. What is what, what would you call that guy that was helping her with all financial advice? Oh my god. I I can I cannot understand how much she was paying this guy to advise her on how to spend her finances. She put out so much money to that a-hole. Well, see, the people like that should be working on commission. Yeah, but I mean, she would even go to him when she actually still lived in the house that we grew up in. And now she's broke. No, she ain't. Well, no, not yet. (laughs) If she is, I'm going to whoop her because that's my dad's money. She didn't earn a dime of that. Right. But wouldn't you you say that's greed just now, what you said? What? If she's broke? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because some of it was yours. In a sense, it is because some of the money was mine. Some of the money were my brother's and... Our my my our kids, the some of the money's theirs. Mm-hmm. She, she still has complete control of our son's college fund. But that's greedy shit. Then you're saying if she fucks you, it is well for for my point or her point. Your point. It well, I would consider her greedy if she fucks us, because my son should have gotten her college fund, his college fund, whether he went to college or not. Mm-hmm. He should have gotten the money that my father, his grandfather, set aside for him. I kind of think it's uh, better this way, but the other that's ki- just me. I mean, the other kids got theirs. Yeah, but they went to college. My nephew didn't, and he got his money. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? And he's younger than our son. So why is it going on? I don't know. I have yet to inspect that. I'm going to work on that, though. Don't I'm worry sure about you me. better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because now Hollywood getting pissed. Oh, I'm going to work on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be speaking to Karen. <laughs> she gonna be a Karen on you. I'm gonna be a Karen on her. <laughs> Karen versus Karen. But I think they're slime balls. The ones that work in finance, they well, really they are, are because it's like she she actually went as far as when she redid a lot of the stuff on the exterior of the house that we grew up in, thinking that it was gonna make her more money when she sold it, right? Like she bricked the driveway instead of having Who just does a, that instead of just having a regular cement ash driveway like everybody else in that. Frickin' town. She got it bricked. Again, who does that? Well, she did. So she would actually ask her financial advisor if this was a good idea and a good investment. And he said yes. Why? Because it costs a fortune. But then explain to me why you would put in a sprinkler system. Oh, wait. No, she didn't. (laughs) Brand new lawn, brand new everything. But at the same time, no what really gives system. him the right to even advise her on that? That has to do with real estate. He ain't in real estate. Nope. But she would go to him about every large expenditure that she was willing to spend. That's stupid. But who does their whole lawn, their whole entire yard, and doesn't put in a sprinkler I system? I even have a sprinkler system. <laughs> she doesn't. Man. Well, thank God she no longer lives there, but whatever... Greedy bitch. She greedy. She is greedy. When you're talking about the top 1% in this country, top 1%, that's why I don't like our system right now. We're supposed to be a republic, and all you got is these lobbying groups that get their shit passed, Mm. and the little person is fucked. (laughs) Every which way but Tuesday. Everything revolves around money. Oh, yeah. I always said to you, if I did win the lotto, I'd go get a huge piece of property, and I'd be Green Acre in my ass. 
Yeah. Green Acres. Yeah. I'd throw you on a tractor with a Green Acres hat. I'll do it. Get me some pigs. Name them Hammy. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be my paradise. And I get a horse. And you get a horse. Horse is a horse, a horse, a horse. But that's not greed. That's the only thing I would want. I wouldn't want a Porsche. No. I... I I will say I would want to get my Jeep Wrangler, though. Oh, we'd get you your Jeep. Because that's been my dream car since I was God knows how old. <laughs> <laughs> we get you your Jeep. I don't Jeep. know why I've always been interested in Jeep Wranglers. And we're talking the old school and not these whatever the hell these newer ones I don't know. Like. I kind of like the Wranglers now, but, you I, know. I want a Jeep Wrangler. You'd look pretty in one, I have to admit. Oh, with the top up or down or both? <laughs> well, you'd have to have it up when you're bobbing, but anyway. Shut up. What do you mean, shut up? Shut up, you nasty. You nasty. What? <laughs> she dork, ain't she, man? <laughs> She's got that laugh, so you know I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's that evil shit that comes out of her head, man. Yeah, me? Yeah, you. Evil? No, I could. <laughs> You're good, my ass. I good girl. You're good girl, my ass. Anyway, we'll be right back after this music break.
hands reaching high up Couldn't survive the fall Much has changed since the last time And I feel a little less certain now You know I jumped at the first sign Tell me only if it's real Memories seem to fade Wash my view away Hey, I can't live in here for another day Darkness is getting out Song for the broken hearted. 
Militia for $4.99 a month and get exclusive podcasts every Saturday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your monthly subscription helps Insane Throttle continue to put out shows like Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem, as well as our video productions on YouTube. You'll also receive an invite to the yearly rumble in the woods. Become a member of the Throttle Militia now. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening.
and in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Add the Insane Throttle TV app on Roco now. Get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC. Only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roco TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari, host of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Check me out over on Instagram at Insane Throttle Biker News and join in on the discussion over on our YouTube channel at Insane Throttle Biker News Radio Show. Rock on. Oh, yeah, rock on, baby. Don't forget to go uh, subscribe to us over on YouTube and all that good stuff. What's what up? do you got, man? I like this quote you're about to bring up. Quote of the day. Quote of the day. And it fits well with greed, doesn't it? It, it does. All right, here we go. Don't get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. Well, look at that. Mm. That's a good old quote. Mm -hmm. Shall I continue, young man? Yes, I think you should. All right. Who are you calling young man, (laughs) dumb fuck? (laughs) Life is too short. Life Life is full of unpredictable surprises, too. There are endless chances life throws at you to let you enjoy every chance of living your life. You should always enjoy life by going places you want to go, eating whatever you want, and doing everything you always wanted to do. There are different definitions people around the world about their idea of living living life. In most cases, it's not going to match with the idea of others. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you are wrong, and we have our own ideas to live life just as we want to enjoy it. What we see is the other people trying to have a secure life. They don't have dreams anymore. They don't pursue to achieve a dream. These people are so worried about making a living that they forget to live. These are the people who are always trying to gather as much as they can for their future, their children and their family, and their personal needs and everything. All they worry is about money All they want is economic stability and security for their family. Well, you will see these people always telling others that they will live their lives later. That is why they are gathering so much. Little do they realize that when they finally stop worrying about making a living and start enjoying life, it may be too late for them. They need to soak in what life offers them. What would you say to the person that lives paycheck to paycheck and all they have is to be able to work, to make ends meet? There is absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing, but at the same time, you have a day off. You need to be able to enjoy it. Well, I totally agree. I totally agree. I with mean, that. if you work five days a week, you got two days a week that you should be able to if enjoy. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, 
you got if you have two days off a week, you should be able to enjoy it and go out and do things. Take the I mean, there's things out in this world that you can do for little or no money. I used to do a lot of it when when the kids were little. Mm-hmm. I would actually look up in the area free things to take the kids to. I have to admit, she was a good mommy, even though she spoiled them in their fucking brats. Well, now. like when when we were living in the trailer park, mm-hmm. uh, we went to a, a little zoo. It was Cosley Zoo, and it was donations only. So I'd put a couple dollars in there, like two or three dollars, and it's not wasn't big, but it was big enough because our son was like two, right? So it was more than big enough for what you know to see different animals and they had a little snack bar and stuff like that so you know i would of course get them something at the snack bar because that too is also considered donating right or i'd get them a little something out of the gift store you know but it's like it was just enough we used to have this little booklet that you get a stamp at every one of these locations that you would go to and they were all free right so it's like, I always, or just take them to the park. Go for a hike. Now you brought something like that up, uh, Chris's dad, Frankie. You know who Frankie is. Frankie Sr., yeah. Yeah. Guy was a steel worker all his life. Mm-hmm. It would put in six, seven days a week like it was nothing. Right. All the way up until he was like 75, 80 years old or whatever it was. Same thing with uh, Larry down in Mississippi. It's like they didn't know anything else to do, and without it, they're lost. But Larry, Uncle Larry, and Auntie Connie down in Mississippi, they would go to Tunica. Yeah, Tunica later in life. I'm talking well, when yeah, they were later, younger. Well, yeah, later in life because they kept building up their nest egg as most people call it Mm. which i get it you want to build up a nest egg you want to be able to have a savings you know i consider my savings account my 401k at my job which Mm. ain't much but it's something you know i mean if that's what you do get a 401k at your job use that money as a savings you know because technically you know you get fined if you take it out early anyways you know what my fear is with them Hmm. as soon as they stop working where that's all they've done all their lives and they don't know anything else. That's when people get sick and start dying. It's like they feel like they have no purpose in life at that point. There's a lot of people like that, though. You hear that in the news all the time. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, retired a year ago. Now we're at their funeral. And it's like, what the fuck was that for? So I guess you would have to say you got to start living. You got to live while you're earning. It could be just the littlest thing. Go to, I mean, nobody really goes to movies anymore. Cause well, who the fuck wants to? Because they're so expensive. Everybody gets them. So have a movie night at home. We do that. You know, have everybody that. come around and, you you know, like we do. We order pizza, you know. We have family meetings. Yeah, Wednesday nights. Well, we used to. <laughs> and boy, did the kids like up. Uh, Fuck, what did I do now? Every Wednesday we would have a family meeting. (laughs) Well, that was just to bring everybody together. Even if it was just for an hour. You know, that's just like now we have our son and we say, hey, get your ass in here with us. Mm -hmm. Most of the time he's like, I'm busy, I'm on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, we'll get him in there a lot. 
You know, he comes in with us a lot. Like this year, I plan on doing a lot of camping and boating. I already made up my schedule. I had to bust my ass by myself, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about. Getting the boat unwinterized and shit like that in the garage, ready to get worked on. I don't do boats. Yeah, but you could have helped my ass. I wasn't here. I was dying. I wasn't here. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I wasn't here. Don't matter. You would have been here and you'd be like, I don't want to. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'll be like, I'll get your bike ready. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your boat. I'll get the bike ready. Which one are we going to take first? <laughs> yeah, you would have done that. I would have cleaned off the. I would have cleaned off the boulevard. I would have been ready to go. When are you Let's off? Go. By the way, Wednesday. Oh, okay. So I'm not doing it tomorrow. I'm doing it uh, Wednesday. What are you doing Wednesday? Yes, uh, I'm going to be cutting down some branches and stuff, and um, you're going to be dragging them. I know, because yard work is you. No, you're going to be helping. No, that's you. You're going to be pulling outside. That is shit. you. I'm going to be doing a lot of laundry. You got a lot of dog shit you got to pick up from the winter. It looks great out there. <laughs> it's slowly going to turn white and fade into the ground. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not picking that up. Mm-mm. Not when we no longer own a pooper scooper. It's not happening. I think a lot of our listeners, they kind of fall in the same trap we do, working all the time. Yeah. And I have to say your work ethic is fucking amazing. I don't miss work. You don't. I volunteer for At the work. same time, That's though, sickening. what about your your thing here about your quote? You got to live a little more than just go to work. I do. I mean, my my fun is doing the show. That That's one of my fun things. Right. We spend an hour quality time together. <laughs> that's about all we do. <laughs> well, because either you have to keep working... Or I have to go to work, because you'll stay in here and you'll keep working, and then nine times out of ten, I either have to go to work or I have to go to bed to go to work, or... Mm-hmm. So it's like, we we fit it in, like, I have a day off Wednesday, so I'm sure I'll be stuck out in the freaking yard dragging branches, <laughs> and that means I'm dragging my son out there, because I ain't dragging them freaking things by myself. And you know what I could to do? To be honest with you, I'm not dragging branches anywhere. My son and I are going to throw them over the fence in the asshole's yard where the tree belongs. No, what I could, well, see, no, because then you'll wreck my truck. Fuck that. What? I was going to, you know, attach the trailer to the tractor, and you guys can pull that with all the branches. No, that's lazy. Well, duh, work smarter, not harder. I like to work hard. And then milk it the rest of the night going, (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) Leave me alone. I'm sore. (laughs) That's what you do, too. It is. That's some bullshit. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. That's so me. (laughs) I'm tired. I mopped and vacuumed and everything today. I'm tired. When you see this going on with people, what would you say to them? So, uh, I, do you do anything fun? <laughs> but what if they consider work fun? They're Wow. <laughs> they got issues. I don't consider my job fun. I have fun with the customers, but... You're working right now. Well, yeah, because this is fun. So there could be stuff that is fun that you there do. Might, there might be stuff that's fun. I mean, I like doing my YouTubes. I like doing, you know, the show. I like doing, you know, when we guest spot on other people's stuff. I mean, that's fun. Right. To me, that's fun. 
It's more fun. Try than doing work. it sixteen hours a day and see how fun it is. Nope, because then it won't be fun for me anymore. That's why <laughs> when you call me in the studio, I'm like, it ain't. We ain't, we ain't doing a show. You're like, no, we got to work on the next couple shows. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's not fun. <laughs> oh, it's only fun when you go on air. Yeah, that makes it fun. But planning and all that shit, you have to leave to me. No, I help plan BS because I'm the one that did Seven Deadly Sins, and then the follow up to that is the Seven Heavenly. Right. You know, Seven Heavenly thingies, whatever. Do you think there's anything to that? People die as soon as they have no purpose. And it's possible. It's plausible. That's just like people dying of a broken heart when their spouse dies. Should I be throwing a party? You know, like, what the fuck are like you talking my, about? My uh, my biological grandparents, uh, the one grandparent, the grand, my grandmother passed, and almost the exact same time the following year, my grandfather passed. And then you heard people during this COVID shit, they die, you know, a couple minutes apart. Yeah, because if their loved one died from you know COVID or whatever, I think that's there's the attachment right there. It's the there. broken heart. It's people literally. They call it dying from a broken heart. Right. And I think if somebody's that much in love with their job, and then they're no longer at that job, I think it's plausible mm-hmm. that people would, they'd die of a broken heart, because they don't know what to do with themselves. If you watch Star Wars, that's how Padme died of a broken heart. That was but so it, fucking stupid. But, I, but you know, I, I mean, it's, 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 I, I get it, because they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's just it, though, is you got to find things to do. I get it. You worked your ass off forever, for years, maybe even a decade, you know, at a specific job. But it's like, you got to find something to do to keep busy. You got to find hobbies. Well, you say that now. What would you be thinking about at, you know, say 65 years old? And that's coming up quick for her. Shut up. I would be a TV critic. Because <laughs> I just didn't watch TV. <laughs> I would find something to do. I mean, we have kids. You gonna knit? Fuck no. I can't figure that out now. What the hell makes you think I'm gonna do it then? <laughs> that's, that's, I'm not coordinated. You're still gonna be doing the motorcycle madhouse. Hell yeah! <laughs> that's 65 and I'm gonna still be doing it. And I'll still be making YouTube videos. Hey, maybe even TikToks. I don't know. It could happen. You know, Shunny, you shouldn't be doing this, Shunny. <laughs> I see that from you, too. I mean, making a living is 100% important because you need to. You need to do it to survive in this world. Unless you go to government cheese. But it's also important to appreciate the importance of life and live to every moment. I mean, seriously, you got to think about it. So you got to enjoy every moment that life throws at you. Be even it, though it's even, bad. E- even if it's a problem that you need to solve or an opportunity you need to grab. You know, this is a... It's like the best thing that you can do. I mean, if it's, if it's like a, a problem that you need to solve, I mean, you got to work out the problem. No matter what the problem is. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like... You, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I get it. Everybody's got to work, you know. Those houses that used to not be two-income families, most of them are becoming two-income families because of everything with the cost of gas and the cost and of... And I think that's taken away from the happiness of being married. I I think so. Because it's like 
you a lot of people used to be able to be a one income family you know whether it was the husband or the wife and i'd say probably majority of the time it's the husband that's working mm-hmm. and the wife was home with the kids but it's like nowadays with how how expensive everything is it's fucking stupid I hear a lot of people all the time, like on the daily, how the the wives are going back to work. So how can you make life happy if you're facing them kind of problems? Got to just do what you have to do to get by. Do what you have to do to make sure your bills are paid. But at the same time, you got to live each day to its fullest. Mm -hmm. And you can't let shit drag you down. Right. I mean, that's the biggest thing. You can't let stuff drag you down. You know a bill has to get paid. You're going to do what you got to do to pay that bill. But you got to still think of the little things in life. Like, go for a walk. I I know lots of y'all are listening. Shut up, you with that walk shit. You know how hard it is to get you out of bed? I walk from here to my job. That's it. But there's a lot of people out that ride. Go get some frickin' wind therapy, man. We know it's about that time and y'all need it because y'all, a lot of people have been cooped up in the house way too long. You need to get that wind therapy on. Oh, man, I get cabin. Uh, this year has been the worst for cabin fever. But you The worst. But it's like you got to do what you got to do. I get it. People, there are what we used to call back in the day, which my dad was, he was a workaholic. Mm-hmm. But his point of working so much was to stay away from Karen. So... <laughs> Yeah, I would have done that, too. Yeah, I would have done that, too. But he did take two to three weeks off every summer to take us all on a family vacation. And he probably even hated that, too, with her. Nah, because they do things separate. Ooh, smart. Yeah, like him and my brothers would go golfing. She'd do whatever she'd do, and I'd usually be at the pool. (laughs) I don't know, man. I really want to try this golfing thing. No, you don't. What do you mean, no, I don't? We'll play miniature golf this summer. It's fine. Okay, we'll play miniature golf, but I want to do that driving thing. You can do a driving range, but I don't see you playing nine holes. Why? You'll end up doing like I do and throw my club. Oh, I'd be an Adam Sander. Sandler? Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. I wouldn't do too good? No. Well, you'll notice if you cannot hit it at the driving range far... Like, I know I can't. I'm lucky if I can hit it, like, 50 feet. <laughs> Give me a damn baseball bat. You can't. you got to hit it off the tee. Yeah, I'll hit it off the tee with a baseball bat. More, no, it, no, it's golf, not baseball. And it's not being thrown to you. It's sitting on a little tiny stick in the ground. <laughs> Do you, like, have to rent your old clubs and stuff like that? Most people buy their own clubs. <laughs> They have their own. And Why would I want to buy a whole thing of clubs if I'm not going to do it a lot? I don't know if a place is offered for you to rent them. That's why I said we'll go mini golf and you get a free putter that you can use. A free putter. Yeah, and you can pick whatever <laughs> color golf ball you want. I want to go to the one that's in the mall, man. It's glowing dark. See, I can't do it. I know you can't, but we'll go to one that's not. There's one in trying J- to go watch my kid yesterday in the gym. I was having fucking pokles. There, there's one in there's one in Janesville. We'll go there. It's outside. Yeah, that is fun. We'll go to that. We'll do that. We'll make Corey go. <laughs> He'll probably whoop our ass. <laughs> I'm pretty good at miniature golf. I don't know. So then, why ain't you good at golf then? I suck because there's a difference. I can putt. 
I can't tee off. It's a <laughs> no. I get so pissed. I pick the golf ball up and throw it, and I can throw it farther, lefty, than I can hit it with the club. I can throw it farther. Unbelievable. I'm man. not golf. No. I don't have any golf etiquette either. I'm out there cussing. Come on. I want to see you with one of them hats with the fuzzy ball on top. No. That would never happen. Come on. Never. Is no. it true that you actually do wear those things yeah, they, often? Yeah, they do. Not everybody. Most people just go in jeans and a t-shirt or a hoodie. But what, I, I couldn't hold myself if I seen that shit. The old st- old school golfers do. My dad used to wear golfing pants with a golf polo. and I'd be laughing my ass off. He never wore the hat thing, but he used to wear a sun visor. Uh-huh. <laughs> He'd always wear That's a... That's so 1980s. <laughs> he would wear a sun visor. Yeah. yeah. You know what was funny? The other day I showed you a picture of... What we used to wear, you know, the baggy pants and the... And I said I used to wear those. I was like, holy shit, man. Yeah, we used to call them the MC Hammer Pants because they had the wings. I'm surprised they don't wear them out. And then you button them across your waist. No, I'm not talking about uh, Cavariccis. Those weren't Cavariccis. Those were the freaking cotton pants that you would button across your stomach like crisscross. And then if you didn't button them, there were giant pockets. You could tell she knows what she's talking about. And then about I'd be like, check weirdo. out my pockets. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. I'm going to go find a pair of those. Just I'm going to fucking check Amazon and get a pair. I dare you. I will. I'm going to look on Amazon. And then you could do a TikTok with it. I'll wear them. I don't care. I'm going to have pockets. Big old pockets. Anyway, guys, that's the show for today. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.